0: What is up IDP Army? It's your man Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk. If you're on Twitter, this is the IDP Army podcast where we're talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football, bringing you a fun episode tonight. Going to go over the way too early top 15 IDP assets going into the 2020 season, you know, pretty much from a dynasty perspective, obviously, this is early in the offseason. But I mean you could look at it as a draft strategy as well. So make sure you smash the subscribe button, the like button, hit the bell so you'll get alerted anytime we put new content out on the channel. Uh for me and my man Steve, we're on iTunes, Spotify. Um, we're not on Stitcher. I'm working on that, but we're pretty much everywhere else you can get podcasts. Five-star rating on iTunes is going to go a long way to help us grow, which is what we we're trying to do this offseason, get IDP to grow. So we would super appreciate that. It's going to take you 30 seconds, 45 seconds going go in there and just say, yo, Steve is awesome, and then give us five stars, and then just get out of there. We would appreciate it. Um, but like I said, today's topic is going to be way too early, top 15 IDP assets. I'm going to be joined today by my man, Zach Magley. I'm going to go ahead and pull him in here. Zach, what is up? what's up how's it going going good brother you ready to ready to break down the top 15 idps
1: definitely i'm pumped
0: yeah good good this is your uh, first time on the channel i know you've been uh hanging out with the idp army for a while though from back in the day the, the early days but um i'm glad to finally have you on you've been getting more riding in and you know, more active in the overall community. And just like I see you in a lot of, you know, you're in a lot of leagues with me. So always rejecting oh, my yeah. trades and whatnot.
1: <laughs> Actually, didn't we <laughs> just do a trade? Go through the other day. Yeah, okay, we a I was going to say, we did. We day. just,
0: okay, we pulled something off. Good, good, good. That makes me happy.
1: Um, I had to get a little yeah. Jordan
0: Poyer off you. Hey, I was, uh, I, I like Jordan Poyer, but I'm, I was happy to, uh, to get some linebacker help in that team. So. Anyway, well, like I said, we're going to top top 15. There's not really much news to go over at EPR. I don't really have much for you there. Um, I was going to say, you know, it is early in the offseason, or it is at draft time. Like, you know, you want to break down any of the uh, or bring up any uh, rookies coming in that kind of have shown anything to you. Um, I know I've seen some people talking about this uh, Collins guy from Tulsa. I've seen some Parsons talk. Today, uh, a little chatter going on. What, what are your thoughts on this incoming linebacker class?
1: I'm actually, I feel like this is one of the, I mean, last year we were all, we, all, we're all talking, you know, Isaiah Simmons, uh, Patrick Queen, uh, Kenneth Murray. And it seemed like it kind of started to slide down a little bit after those three guys. Um, but it seems like this season, man, there's, uh, I feel there's like a lot of talent with this class coming in. I feel like there's a lot of guys that can almost contribute right away. Um like you've already named a few of them with Collins, Parsons, um I can't say his name but everybody calls him JOK, Jock. Um, JOC, the, the guy from Notre Dame. Um He's a guy I watched quite a bit this year as I watched the Fighting Irish play because I'm a, a Notre Dame fan. And uh Dylan Moses, um coming out of Alabama. You know, there's just there's some talent around the league coming in this year, so it's it should be interesting to see where these guys land and where they can contribute.
0: Yeah, I would like to see some guys pop. I mean, it was nice to have Patrick Queen kind of go off this last year. Kenneth Murray was like okay. Um, I really would have liked to see more from him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess we didn't see much of Jordan Brooks, but that last year's class was all right. We did see that big second year leap for Devin White this from year yeah. one to year two. So, oh yeah. Um, that's something that's going to be interesting to watch for you know for Patrick Queen or Kenneth Murray so all right well that's enough of that chatter let's go ahead and just go ahead and get to these top 15 IDP assets going into the 2021 season we're just going to go format one-to-one I'll name off my top guy kind of give my reasons and then Zach will name off his number one guy and then we'll just kind of go straight down the list so uh Zach I'll defer to you since you're the guest today go ahead and hit us off with your number one idp asset going into the to the new year uh
1: my number one idp asset going into 2021 will be devin white um i just you know after what he showed us with his nice sophomore leap this past season um he, it just it's, it's crazy to see what he was able to do um you know the the way tampa bay uses him um depending especially the kind of this it kind of depends on if david stays or not but if david stays i think we're going to continue to see the opportunity he had to rush the passer um i mean his his play recognition is, is was crazy to watch this year especially with um how he was able to uh with especially you, you saw that in the playoffs how um good he had gotten like recognizing when uh for the interceptions and stuff like that like especially that game ceiling one yeah um you know the tackle losses. that's that's crazy had, well, I think he had 15 yeah um that was and I know wild. That, that, like the 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 way the phrase you like to use those impact plays um you know he's I think he's uh, going to be a master of that for a lot of his career um so I, I think that's why he's my number one guy going in
0: love it love it yeah
1: he's my number one uh, traditional
0: linebacker overall on the board uh, but my number one overall IDP asset is Probably going to shock some people out there. You never see it coming. It's TJ Watt. Played 15 games this year. Um, you know, I mean, his career has just been crazy. This last year he had uh, eight forced fumbles. This year he led the league in sacks. Um, he's sat constantly an impact player. Like I said, he led the league in sacks this year, which he did that in an abbreviated season as well. So, you know, so that's a pretty big deal, in my opinion, to sit out that last game and know that you're putting that on the line with a couple guys breathing down his neck. Uh, just, you know, as a team player. So he's he, he's my number one IDP asset. You can play him at linebacker or defensive line if you're on sleeper, which is always nice to have that versatility. Um, and, but I do like playing him in my DL spot because he is, I mean, he's the most elite DL in my opinion. I mean, if, if you call him out on sleeper, obviously, just because he's able to score not just behind the line of scrimmage, but he's also able to score forced fumbles, pass deflections, and he does get a, a decent amount of tackles. So he's my number one IDP asset, so. Who's your number two, yeah, Zach?
1: My number oh, two. Oh, just, to, I was just yeah. going to say about TJ, you know, he's fully capable of doing both. Um, just like you said. Um, and I think we both are on that. Uh, TJ was snub team uh, for this past season. So well, I, Aaron it just Donald, baffles, we gotta, that still baffles me.
0: Yeah. I've said my piece. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right. Who's your number two? <laughs> number two. Um, I'll be going to continue with a, uh, not surprising too many people on this one my number two is darius leonard um you know he had like an abbreviated season as well you know he played 14 games uh 86 solo 46 assist seven tackles for loss, got hit the quarterback three times he got three sacks three forced fumbles you know it's just he's 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 one of those guys who is going to continue to make an impact and we may not see those huge numbers he got his rookie season but i think overall you got to look at uh the Colts defense is, 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 which is a a defense that is getting better. Um, You know, there's more contributors, I'm sorry, contributors on that team. Um, So we may not see him do, you know, carry the workload for him as much, but, you know, he's still going to be an impact player. He's still going to be the guy um, who's leading that defense. And it's, uh, you know, he's, he's fun to watch. You know, he plays with a chip on his shoulder and um, I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon.
0: Yeah, agreed. I mean, you can't go wrong, Darius Leonard. I mean, it's kind of crazy that neither of us had him at number one. um, I think it really does just come down to the fact that we have seen him get banged up a couple of times Mm -hmm. and we're probably a little gun shy, which sucks to say. But I mean, I think that's where we're at. and It's probably, you know, Devin Weiss, that shiny new toy. So, you know, it's hard not to do that. and speaking of Devin White, he is my number two uh the IDP dynasty asset going to the new year. I mean, you kind of covered it all, but the impact plays, he had what, 30 30 this year, nine sacks. Yeah, that's not gonna be repeatable, but he does now have Todd Bowles there who I mean used him like a, like the machine that he is. Um, yeah, he may not be great in coverage, but again, he was used differently this year than he was the previous season when he, you know, had some some different type of numbers up. Um well, I think he had a couple more. He, well, he had three pass deflections in 13 games, and 19, and he had four in uh in 15 games this year. So I mean, pretty similar ish. But he did have a touchdown the year before. But um, yeah, I mean Devin White, he's a young stud. He's only 22 years old. Just won the Super Bowl. Uh, he's my number two uh, IDP dynasty or IDP asset. Your number one.
1: All right, Zach, hit us with your number three. Just a quick question: Did you see the video of him riding his horse around the? The Raymond James Stadium there, I did not. Oh gosh, that was hilarious, dude! He was so pumped.
0: <laughs> I've seen pictures of him on his horse. He, has, I, I see them like via other channels though because he has me
1: blocked. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, number three. It sucks
0: because he's like the number one linebacker now, and I have to talk yeah. about him constantly, and <laughs> just like, dude, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: number three is Roquan Smith. Um, you know, as a Bears fan, I might be a little bit biased here. Um, but now nah, he's, he's just, I think he's one of those guys that, um, uh, fills the monster of the midway title for the Chicago. Um, you know, they have a history of having great linebackers and Roquan is just another to add to that list. Um, if he can, you know, he had a little bit of trouble the past couple of years staying healthy. Um, there's rumors it was legal stuff. I, you know, I don't, I don't know what I believe, um. But uh, if he can continue, like if he does what he did this past season, I mean, he had 18 tackle for losses, you know, two interceptions. Um, you know, he, you know, 98 solo, 41 assists. You know, this this guy, he's he's everywhere, all over the field. If you watch a Bears game, you're 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 watching Roquan make plays. Um, you know, and, and that's the thing too. You know, if the Bears ever figure out how to get a quarterback and make it, where they can stay on the field. Um we may see those. I mean, he played a thousand sixteen snaps this past season, it looks like. Yeah. Um so you know that the snap count may go down, so we may not see as many tackle opportunities or point opportunities. But I, you know, he's 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 gonna be an LB1 on your fantasy team. Um he's a guy you can't wrong with yeah, until I the mean, end of time. Yeah. Uh, he's just and, and that's the thing, is if he's still young too. Um so oh, yeah. yeah,
0: I mean he's I think he's only one year. he's he's one year older than Devin White. Right. Um so yeah, like you said, he's also my number 3 linebacker, Roquan Smith. I mean, amazing season, probably a better I mean, if you go by PFF, he's a better linebacker. Uh put up legit numbers, he's good in coverage, he can get behind the line of scrimmage. My favorite game this whole season to watch from an offense defensive standpoint, which I always call the sword and the shield because I love watching these guys bang off each other. And when you play IDP, it's an off, you're playing defensive players, but you're still playing an offensive game. Fantasy football is an offensive game. So defensive plays are still giving me offensive points. So the game that I love this season was week 10, was Roquan Smith versus Dalvin Cook. And those two m- smashed off of each other. They both had monster games. Roquan Smith was, I mean, he stopped Dalvin from having an even bigger game. Dalvin still had a big game. Smith had him for like, I think he had three or that was the game. He had three or four tackles for loss on Dalvin cook. So, I mean, you know, that just tells you the kind of player that Roquan Smith is, you know, it wasn't cheap, you know, it wasn't against, I mean, I almost said Gus Edwards. I'm going to put no slander on Gus bus now. All right. But uh, maybe it it wasn't again, like as a Jarek McKinnon or a Matt burrito. Okay. It was, you know, it was against a legit player and, you know, all pro player wasn't Dalvin. I mean, there's no way Dalvin cook wasn't all pro this year. So, yeah so he was my number uh my number three idp asset as well i mean you really can't go wrong with any of those top guys pretty much in any order um
1: so who is your number four number four um i'm going with the guy i, I you know his past couple of seasons he's just been he's he's starting to look like a little next mr consistency to me um Jalen smith from the dallas cowboys um he uh you know, get quick stats: 89 solo, 65 assists, five tackle for loss, four quarterback hits. His sack numbers went down a little bit, um, but you know he's he's on he's on the field plenty. He's getting plenty of snaps. He had 1,026 snaps. He's 98 he percent of them for the Cowboys defense. Um, he's another guy who's a playmaker. Um, you know, he, he's he he's you know one guy I watched when he was in Notre Dame. Um, and, you know, when he had that injury, every, everybody was a little concerned, but he's bounced back from that injury with no problem. He stays healthy. Um, and, I, you know, with uh, Leighton, Leighton Van Der Esch, with his, you know, whatever's going on with him, if he's going to continue playing, if he's able to stay healthy, um, you know, that they, they form a really nice tandem. And um, Smith is just a guy who's, um, I think he's the better of the two. And um, Oh, yeah. We'll
0: undoubtedly
1: <laughs> so it's just it's going to be cool to see what he can do and i think he's going to continue continue to be an asset for your fantasy team so go get oh yeah
0: jalen smith's the beast actually the guy here in the chat california love shout out to cali uh says hey guys i was just offered jalen smith for john bostic in my 20 uh my 213 in an 18 team single qb league i gotta take it right yeah i would i would take that for sure um yeah, jump on it. scoring is not terrible Jalen Smith is a, I mean, he's an LB one. I mean, Zach just told you right now that he's in his top five IDP assets going into this next year. I mean, if you can get that for a guy like John Bostic in a trash ass second. Yeah. Yeah. Bostic isn't
1: Bostic is no guarantee. Even this year, you know, Cole Holcomb, uh, if (laughs) if Bostic is staying in Washington, you got Cole Holcomb right on his heels. And then there's a good chance that um, Washington goes linebacker in um, oh, this yeah. draft as well
0: so. they're paying reuben foster buckets of money this year i don't this guy's been paid so much money i don't know i mean i'm just so confused by reuben foster he's got one of the weirdest careers i just feel like he's gonna i don't know i don't, I don't want to say it. he's he's his his life story has got to be very interesting that's all oh I
1: say. yeah yeah it'll be interesting if they ever do like a a, a little series on him about what the hell happened <laughs> all right
0: we got a old, we got tom here tom stomach Stamkos off of the old YouTube. He's given us his top five. He's got Leonard, Devin White, Roquan Smith, Blake Martinez, and Showbert. Like that list. Tom. Um, he's darn
1: close to mine.
0: Yep, yep. And then we got we got to say you you did bring up Jalen Smith. You can't even put Jalen Smith and LV in the same conversation. Um, LVV is basically just a souped up, and not even souped up. I mean, he's probably I mean, more like a busted up Zach Cunningham. Okay, mm-hmm. and when you look at a guy like Jalen Smith, he's much more on that Blake Martinez kind of Joe Shobert line of work where he does a little bit more on the field. Whereas, you know, Zach Cunningham and Blake, Mar- or Zach Cunningham and LVE. I mean, they're just tacklers. I mean, they're not going to do much for you besides get tackles. Um, I know that because I'm looking at my really awesome database here that I hope you all will subscribe to on the Patreon in the very near future when it is done. Um, also quickly want to plug, uh, Uh, prediction strike. If you guys want to go check out prediction strike and you can play the stock market of fantasy, of fantasy players or NBA players. Um, You can play NBA NFL players, you can buy players shares of players like their stocks. And as, you know, news breaks or as teams make moves their you know, their value increases or decreases. So if you want to get on this stock market game that a lot of people are kind of playing, you know, you're talking the NFT markets blowing up. We got the stock market blowing up. We got people Robin Hood shutting down. I mean, the world's on fire. If you want to get on that money, and, but you want to get in a place where you feel comfortable and maybe something, you know. Uh, prediction strike is going to be for you so check that out go put in the code idp123 and you are going to get a little perk for that and you will be supporting the idp army and we will love you forever so i will now tell you guys my number four guy that's darius leonard zach kind of we know darius leonard there's not much to say about him he's an impact player uh you know in 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 limited time he's getting 20 plus impact plays uh pretty easily uh his tackle rate is basically the same as it was when he was uh, a rookie still very high. Um, and he's a playmaker. I mean, he didn't have the same kind of big plays this year as he's had in years past, but he still is a playmaker. Uh, that's very obvious. So
1: won't linger too long there. So Zach, who's your number five. Number five was a guy. I, I think a lot of people were down on because he switched teams. Um, but we all should have known better because B- Blake Martinez is, is my number five. Um, not another, another, another model, uh, of consistency um, at the linebacker position. Um, uh, I think New York giants were very happy to be able to get this guy. Um, y- you saw New York taste. The, the giants took their defense took a nice little leap this year. Um, you know, they're, they're starting to look a lot better. You got Blake Martinez back there. You got Jabriel Peppers. You got Xavier McKinney. You got Logan Ryan, Leonard Williams had a good year. Um, but yeah, Blake Martinez, uh, 86 solo, 65 assists, nine tackles for loss um got an interception, he had two forced fumbles. He was uh five pass defense. You know, it's he's he played 982 snaps. He's he's out there. He played 16 games. This is a guy you can rely on. Um you don't be afraid to especially if you're in a redraft league, don't be afraid to grab him. He's going to be an LB1 for you.
0: Talk that talk, king. Blake Martinez knows what's up. He's a tackle monster. He can get those impact plays. He had three sacks this year, three sacks the year before. And I don't know if he had five the year before that or it was the year before that, but he busy out there. Mm-hmm. Don't let busy. him tell you he'd get the tackler. I don't know what they're talking about. Um, he's a little lower on my list, but we're getting there. We're getting there. My number five is Miles Garrett. And now here's the situation with Miles Garrett. We all, again, I don't want to go too much into this. We know what he is. He's an elite pass rusher in the NFL. He's an elite defensive end in the traditional you know, kind of four three setup. I don't want to even get into that conversation, but it's a thing. Um, he's a, he's a sack artist though, and he's a disruptor, so he can force fumbles. He's very good at getting behind the line of scrimmage. But when it really comes down to it, he is not the kind of tackler you really want as a top level defensive line player. And so you're probably asking, okay, Jordan, so if maybe that's not there. Why are you haven't ranked so high? The reality is, he's Miles Garrett. This is as much to do with the market on the name as much as it is the points he's putting up. Now, that being said, I'm not trying to poo-poo on him. You know, I mean, he did have 10 tackles for loss, 12 sacks, but he's only played one 16-game season, and he's been in the NFL for four years. That's worrisome. And his highest tackle for loss number in a 16-game season, the one 16-game season he had, was only 12. Again, it's not the worst thing ever, but that's kind of concerning for a guy who is out there playing – a very high number of snaps at a, you know, a premium position. So his tackles for loss really aren't as high as I would like them to be. His standard tackles are not as high as I would like them to be. He does have a very solid uh, sack floor, uh, 13, 10, 12. And again, those are some of those are in abbreviated seasons. But as we've seen this year and in years past, uh, double-digit sacks does not a DL1 make. It takes the other stats to get there as well. Look at Trey Hendrickson. He had the second most sacks in the league. He wasn't top 12. Um, you know, Hassan Reddick, if you put his points against the Yale points, I don't believe that he was top 12 either. But then you look at guys like Montez Sweat, Brian Burns, JJ Watt, Jason Pierre Paul. None of these guys had double digit sacks, but they were all top 12 defensive linemen. So it's just a cautionary tale there for Miles Garrett. But again, I want to explain myself. He still is a top guy for me because of name value alone and browns fandom and just a lot there's a lot of intangible uh variables that go into him being number five for me especially in a world where i'm kind of championing a zero dl draft strategy these days but he's my number five cleveland browns uh defensive end
1: miles garrett any thoughts before we move to number six? Oh, big fan of miles garrett um uh I think one thing that really stuck out this year is, uh, you know, he was he was looking really good at the beginning of the season, and then he got hit with COVID. Um, and when he came down with COVID and came back, he didn't look exactly the same. So I'm really hoping to see. Uh, um, hopefully, you know, there wasn't any permanent damage from this crap, um, especially on a, you know uh, such a. He'll be fine. There. I It'll hope so. Fine. You know, he just rub some dirt on it, right? He'll no walk it off. <laughs>
0: You should still be riding that high from getting the Browns in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, hopefully. Um, we got a question here on the YouTube's from Vic Z a little DE help here. How this rookie class looks to you, or name a sleeper DE names, please. I need big help at DE position. Thanks, brother. You need help at the DE position, eh? And you want some sleepers, eh? That's not my area of expertise. I'm not a college football maven. Zach, you got you got any name? I mean, I can name the big dogs for you, but I would Zach. what what do you got here? He wants a name a sleeper DE. I
1: got I can name four cuz I just did a a little edge rusher rookie edge rusher show with uh on with uh Joey. You, can, you but, can say his name It's um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um we did uh, I got four. So I'll start with my number one is Aziz Ojulari. He yeah, he's a uh was kind of a edge rusher, outside linebacker, DE coming out of Georgia. Um, he played against elite talent in the SEC. Um, so he's a guy you can rely on. He's exciting to play. He's exciting to watch play. Um, uh, number two, you got Cootie Pie coming out of Michigan. He's uh, another guy you guys should be keeping an eye on. He does seem to struggle with uh, larger linemen. Um, so when going into the NFL, that's something you got to be careful for because offensive linemen and the NFL are all bigger, stronger, faster. Um, number three, you have, I could give you Patrick Jones a second. Um, he's a defensive end coming out of Pittsburgh. Um, he's another guy you guys should be keeping an eye on. Uh, he's a very powerful, large man, uh, six, 260 pounds. If I'm not mistaken, um, he will be a, a very good in that traditional defensive end role. Um, and then number four, I give you uh, Joseph, uh, Joseph of Cy um, pre, uh, coming out of Texas. He was an outside linebacker. Um, I think he's definitely going to stay in that. He might be like an outside linebacker edge role. Um, he I don't, he wasn't, didn't put his hand in the dirt much in Texas, so he's going to be a guy who stays in that stand-up role in the NFL, I think. But he's another guy you guys should keep an eye on just in case.
0: Boom, Vic. There you go. There's some sleepers for you. All right, let's move on down the list. Who you got at number six for your uh, IDP
1: assets? Say my IDP assets are a little bit more linebacker heavy than yours, <laughs> probably. Yeah that's, yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm with that. But uh, number six, I got Joe Schobert, uh, a guy Cleveland is probably regretting let walk. Um, considering they have cap space, I, it really baffles me that they let him go. Um, especially when you look at their linebackers this past season, they ha- it was a struggling position for them. A lot of rotation. Um, but yeah, uh, old Joe Schobert, man, average Joe, um, you know, it was another guy who's just a model of consistency. Um, it's, I, I know I'm saying that a lot, but that's why these guys Ooh. are on my, are in my top 10, my top 15. They're, are, they should be. they're amazing to watch. Uh, um, Joe Schobert, I think last season, he had multiple interceptions. He had three again this year. Um, he's, he can he still get you those sacks. He gets the, uh, Always gets, you know, it seems like eighty plus solo tackles. Um, he had a defensive touchdown this year. He played over a thousand snaps. Um, he was on the field ninety nine percent of the time. It's just a guy you you gotta have on your if you you need a, a one a linebacker to rely on, average Joe is your man.
0: Yep. Love it. Preach. I love it. All pro Joe, we call him around here. He's a he's a mm-hmm. dog for sure. And definitely. And he gonna have some Trevor Lawrence love next year. He signed oh. that five year. I think he signed that five year contract. Mm-hmm. So that boy might be. He might be looking up. Things might be looking up for the old shows. So I love. I love him at, at your number six guy. Uh, my number six guy is the first defensive back in the group, and that is Jamal Adams, the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you know he's he's incredible. He's a defensive weapon. He is the. He's the quintessential NFL defensive weapon. You can line him up in the middle. You can line him up on the edge. Uh, he can play coverage. Yeah, he wasn't great this year. But that's not what they needed him to do. Um, he he has the instincts. He has a drive that you want from your defensive players. He's a leader, something that you know a lot of is you know that's you can't teach leadership. Um, you can practice it. You can learn it, but you can't really teach it. You can model it for people, but again, you can't teach it. He's got that, um, and. The impact plays. I mean, that's the thing with, with with Jamal Adams is he gets so many impact plays. The last three years he's had 32, 33, and 25. And he's only and he played, what was it, 14 games last year, and he played 12 this year. Uh so to get that many impact plays, just for comparison, somebody who a lot of people look at as an impact player, Chase Young. Chase Young had 22 impact plays this year. So the last two, three years, Jamal Adams had more impact plays than him, and he's played, you know, he played less games two of those seasons. So when you think about Jamal Adams you think of him as an impact player but I don't think people really understand the level of impact player that he is on the field the difference maker he is because people want to put him into this box safety role which I don't even want to talk about that. I mean he's and he 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 tweets that stuff himself. He's like, yeah, just a box safety. I mean, he just rolls his eyes too. He's a defensive weapon. He's on a team that knows how to use him and the points per game that he gives you over the next best guy at number two uh, is like a three to four point difference almost every single year. That's a difference maker for your dynasty team. That's a difference maker for your fantasy team at any position. So coming at number six for me. I got
1: Jamal Adams. Any thoughts? Oh, he's on my list just a little bit further down. So I'll, I'll keep my thoughts to myself till then. Booyah. All right. Who you got at number seven? Uh number 7, um good thing this is just an IDP asset. list, not a dynasty list because he probably wouldn't be on this list if it was dynasty. Um but number 7 I have Bobby Wagner. Um Seattle Seahawks. Uh you know, he's just a guy who's um he's just always doing the same thing every year. <laughs> um you could just rely on him. Um he you know, a lot of people worry about his age, but you know, when it comes to defense, I don't I don't think about that the same way as we do with offense. Um, defensive guys are always they're, they're money deeper into their career, you know. Yeah, yep. but um, yeah, it's just he's he's just a guy you can rely on. Um, I wouldn't you can't go wrong. Um, played a thousand one hundred forty two snaps for Seattle this past year. Um, it's he's his age is not going to affect him um, not not anytime soon. I don't think you know, and he's able to stay healthy. He had sixteen games again this year. Um, you know, he he still gets to the passer. He still is. And he's, he's good in coverage. Um, you know, he's had eight pass defense these past, this past year. So, um, this is, you know, I'm always, I'm always going to be a, a fan of Wagner and, um, he's fun to watch and he's, uh, a guy I, I want on my team if I have a chance to get him.
0: Amen. Amen. We're probably a little fatigued on Bobby Wagner, but you're you're right. I mean, he's kind of in that mold of all the guys you've mentioned so far as a guy that you can put in and you never have to think about pulling him out of your lineup, which to me is a valuable thing because roster management is especially in IDP, which is why I don't like these guys that kind of push this stream, all positions, weight on defensive players narrative because you have twice as much roster management to do. So if I'm Putting myself in a position, any position on my team where I'm having to stream, that's just more work for me later. So I want to get guys like this where I'm like LB one spot figured out, tight end tight end spot figured out. I got Kelsey, you know, wide receiver two spot. You know, I just want to have like a guy like Tyler Boyd. I want to have guys that I look at and I don't have to think, oh, would I take him out of my lineup? I want to know that. And Bobby Wagner is the quintessential guy for IDP because he's never going to come out of your lineup. Mm So love that pick. Uh, My number six is Blake Martinez, who you talked about earlier. Love Blake. Uh, You know, he moved to the New York Giants. There was definitely some concern around the IDP community, completely unfounded. Uh, He still put up his monster tackle numbers as usual. He actually had 21 impact plays this year, which is the most he's had since 2017. Uh, He can blitz, like I said, three sacks this year, three sacks the year before. Uh, and he got paid pretty well. So he's going to be there for a while. That New York Giants defense overall is on the up and up. And a lot of that I think has to do from Bobby w- or Blake Martinez's presence in the middle of the field. So that's my number six. Or was that my number six guy? That was my number seven. seven guy. Yeah. Yeah. Number seven.
1: All right. Who you got at number eight? Uh, number eight, I will give you TJ Watt. Um, you know, we talked about him a little bit already. Um, he's just, yeah, he's, He's good. He's a really good player, and um, I'm. You don't gotta tell me. Just I, I, I'm still. My big thing is I, I, I know I don't want to get a big, a big steal about this, but man, I, I really feel like he got snubbed. I know you know Aaron Donald is a great defensive player, um, but T.J. Watt was a better defensive player this year. Um, if you, you, everybody's big thing about Aaron Donald is, you know, that he can, like you, 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 you've talked about this, you know, he moves around the defensive line. He handles double teams, triple teams. He gets, still gets pressure. That's all, that's cool and all, but you know, it, that's, you know, defensive player of the year should be based off, uh, statistics, performance. Um, and if that's, if, if Aaron Donald is the greatest defensive player, why didn't he win it last year when Stefan Gilmore won? You know that's and that's the thing is like, this worst year this year on yeah. paper than he had the year before. You're right, and he wasn't even in the running for it last year. And, so and Gilmore well totally disappeared. Well, you know, Gilmore is like, is he uh, like? Well, he, he got hurt. He got yeah, he busted up his quad or something. Um, you know, but and that's the thing is like I feel like you know th- even before his injury though I felt like I I tweeted this out uh, earlier this week after he got bossed by DK Metcalf in that Seattle game. Gilmore was never the same. Uh, it just seemed like he was like, man, you know, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. But, no, I, I love Stefan Gilmore. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, T.J. Watt is – he's, like, you know, he was your number one asset for a reason. He is a great defensive player. Um, I think he's a guy who sacks. Um, we we may not see that 15-sack season again. We may see it go up, you know. Like, what happens if J.J. goes to Pittsburgh? Um, that's – you know, T.J. and him are going to just – yeah – him, TJ and JJ on the same team is just gonna be—it's gonna be a beautiful sight to see. And you know they're gonna compete. They're gonna give each other uh, reasons to play harder. And I think one thing for sure is TJ Watt has a even bigger reason now to continue to prove the naysayers wrong. Um, so I think you're gonna go out and see him. Um, hopefully, he'll get a full 16 game season in. But I think you're gonna go. You're gonna see him go into 2021 with a huge chip on his shoulder, and he is going to give the league hell.
0: Yeah. When I when I text him later and tell him you have him down number eight, he's gonna have a big old chip on his shoulder. <laughs> Please don't. No, I'm just kidding. All right, my number eight guy, Jalen Smith. You brought it up yourself. Model of consistency. 120 tackles each of the last uh, three seasons, I believe. 154 combined this year which was uh, second in the league. So you love to see that he did have uh, a, a wrist surgery as well. So, you know, some of that play where people were like, eh, he's not jamming receiver as well, or he's not doing well in coverage. I mean, he played with a, a, a messed up wrist for a decent part of the season. I actually want to circle back up to Jamal Adams. He as well had a broken fingers and he had shoulder surgery like the day the season was over. So these guys were playing pretty banged up and they're still putting up elite numbers, but Jalen Smith not a, a monster monster impact play guy, but he did has had 22 impact plays in 18, 23 in 2019 only 15 this year but again he was playing a little bit hampered um, and it, you know the narrative around him is that he was not good this year which I mean again if you adhere to the gospel of PFF, then you will believe things like that, which is fine. The reality is he's the best. He's one of the best defensive players on on the Cowboys. He just got Dan Quinn as his defensive coordinator. Leighton van Der Esch is the like a bread and butter linebacker, um, and Jalen Smith was one of the best linebacker prospects coming out in a long time when he came out. Uh, so, whatever the narrative is, ignore it. Buy Jalen Smith. He's my number eight guy. So, who you got number nine? We got we got to pick up the pace a little bit. We just got to nine. Well, yeah, we're doing we're doing all right. We're doing all right. We're at nine. We got
1: five more, six more. Um, number nine, I have Zach Cunningham. Um, you know, he may not be all, he may not be that that super fancy player. Who's your just a typical linebacker type guy? Um, but uh, yeah, he's a uh, you know what do you have one hundred and six solo tackles this year? Um, so he's yeah he's you know he's guy who's gonna he may not score points like the fancy way, but he's going to get him in tackles for you. And, um, tackle heavy leagues, he's a guy you want. Um, he's, he's everywhere on the field. Um, you know, he's, he's a beast. He's, yeah. It's, it's just crazy to watch him play. Um, you know, he, he did get three sacks this year. He had a forced fumble. Um, he only had two pass defense. I would like to see a little bit more with my, with, uh, pass defense with some of my linebackers. Um, but, you know, Zach Cunningham is a guy you like. Another guy I'm going to say you can just rely on him. Um, he, uh, you know, he, I think he's going to be. You know, Benardrick McKinney um, usually gives him a little bit of run for his money, um, but I think that's why we kind of saw his uh, tack his tackle number so high this year because McKinney was missed most of the season. But yeah, it's a. Is this a guy I, I like to have on my team if I have a chance? So.
0: Yeah, and I mean you're not going to have to probably pay up for him the way that you would for the other guys you've mentioned, the Blake Martinez's, um, the Jalen Smiths, because he's not fancy, uh, so that suppresses his price. Um, but like you said, the points are the points of the points, and he was a top three, top he was top five linebacker this year, uh, and that was on the back of only 13 impact plays. So the solo tackles, the tackle floor is intact, it is there. I love Zach Cunningham, um, and I've got him on quite a few, quite a few dynasty teams, and it's a pretty good feeling. Young stud. All right. Let's move on down. This should be my number eight, nine. Where am I at? One, two, nine. Nine. All right. Number nine for me. I got Nick Bosa from the San Francisco 49ers. I know he was injured this year towards ACL in the second week. Uh, you know, an ACL injury is a fairly common sports injury anymore. The recovery, he should have the full recovery time. He's an elite athlete. I, you know, he just, if he comes back, and I'm you just have to kind of assume until a guy doesn't play anymore when he comes back, like they're gonna be healthy. You know, the the JJ Watt thing is kind of the one I always point to. People like always oh, heard all the time. Well, he's had a lot more fully healthy seasons than injured seasons. So mm-hmm. you have to kind of consider that we've only we've seen a fully healthy season from Nick Bosa, and now we've seen him one season where he wasn't. Um, it wasn't like a nagging injury. It was a major sports injury. It was just over. So until I see something that tells me that maybe this is going to be a continuous issue, I'm not going to look at it like that. So for me, he's my number, number nine asset, uh, 22 impact plays as a rookie. That's a really, really solid number for any defensive player as a rookie. That's a great number. You know, he had the, was it nine sacks. Uh, he's an elite pass rusher. He's not afraid to make tackles either. He has a pretty decent tackle floor, uh, all things considered. I know I was like kind of, you know, dogging miles garrett earlier i mean he just had 48 tackle season this year miles garrett did uh the highest tackle season of his career Uh, again he's he's a four-year veteran and you go look at uh nick bosa he had 47 combined tackles as a rookie uh playing less snaps so he's not afraid to get in there and get dirty which I love to see. That tells me that when, you know, the health is there and the snaps are intact and all that, his floor is pretty high because he's going after the play, not necessarily the sack, but, you know, where the ball is, he's still going to try to get there, even if it's not in the quarterback hands per se. So I got
1: Nick Bosa at nine. I love it. Love it. Yep. Who you got, 10? Uh, 10, I have Jamal Adams. Um, you know, just like, you know, he, he played 12 games this year, um, and still was one of the top guys in the league. Um, You know, like you were doing the whole, you know, talking about how he's a box safety, you know, that that's not it at all. Um, He, you know, it's it's crazy to think how well he played with how banged up he was and, and the games he missed. Uh, and I think – I'm not sure if he's returning to Seattle or not. I'm not sure if he's a free agent. They're going
0: to keep it. They're go- I mean, they yeah. traded so much for him, there's no way they could let him walk after what they paid for him. He's going to so, be
1: a Seattle Seahawk. And I think with while. him staying in Seattle, that's going to be kind of you know him and teaming up with Bobby Wagner. Um, you got K.J. Wright might be on his way out, but you got Jordan Brooks there now. Um, they got – you know Jam- Jamal Adams is still young. He's got plenty of career left ahead of him, uh, and he's just uh, – he's a playmaker um he's he's one of he he, he's physically imposing on the field he makes himself noticed and uh you know especially if you if you want somebody you could like we talked about putting guys in positions where we don't have to worry about them um you know even though he was injured this year this past year most of the time jamal adams knows has he can stay healthy and he's a guy you could put in that db position or that idp flex position and just keep him there
0: amen never take jamal adams out um Yeah, I mean, he had 25 total impact plays just coming back out. Broke the NFL defensive back record this year with nine and a half and just 12 games played, 247 IDP, one, two, three points. So that made him defensive back eight in just 12 games, Um, 16 sacks over the last 26 games, uh, averaging 4.1 solo tackles per game this year. That's a solid floor on top of the impact plays. He had a career high tackles for loss, career high pass deflections, or career high tackles for loss this year, career low pass deflections. Um, but he's, you know, like you said, he he's that guy at that position. So there's not really need to, to linger there. Um coming around to number ten for me, I have got Buda Baker the defensive back the safety for the Arizona Cardinals uh, I kind of call him I mean I've kind of dubbed him he's the, he's the new honey badger he's honey badger 2.0 uh, Tyron Matthews he's 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 a good guy you know he he can make a pick every now and then but the tenacity that buddha baker plays with is Mm -hmm. honey bad honey badger tenacity um we need to get like a honey badger chain or like a honey badger crown or like a honey badger something and the 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 most dog safety in the league needs to get it because if anyone had it it'd be between buddha and jamal but i think Mm -hmm. i mean as swaggy as jamal adams is buddha baker is oh man he he's swaggy so 18 impact plays this year. That was a career high for him. Nabbed his first two interceptions of his career, which is interesting. And back to back games, the one we all remember because DK Metcalf ran him all the way down the field and tackled him right before he got into the end zone for that that touchdown. High volume tackler, like we all, you know, we know that from the last couple of years. Uh, He did slow down a little bit towards the end of the season this year, but I'm not concerned at all because he's. You know finished as the number one defensive back this year And he was the number two defensive back Or three last year so I mean He's had three three seasons now Of high level production um, He just got paid I think is he the highest paid safety In the league right now I think he might be the highest paid Safety in the NFL right now so
1: Baker I think he is yep yeah,
0: so Buddha Baker He's here to stay he's my number 10 guy It's funny We both had defensive backs at 10 I had Baker You had Adams
1: Yeah that's kind of funny yeah. coincidence Um who you got on 11? Number 11. Uh, I have, uh, like I said, I'm, I, like I was telling you earlier, I'm a little bit more linebacker heavy. Um, this is a guy who, if he would have played a full season, he probably would have been in my top five just because of, um, you know, he's he's a little bit up there in age like Bobby Wagner, but uh, I got Eric Kendricks. Um, you know, th- he was just, he was on a tear before his injury. He played 11 games. Um but I mean he had 69 solo, 38 assist, four tackle for loss. Uh he had a quarterback hit, and three interceptions, and six pass defense. He's a guy who's great in coverage. Um he's everywhere on the field making plays, he's making tackles. Um, you know, despite the injury, uh he's if I if I see Eric Hendricks, I'm grabbing him. Um he's he's a great player, and he's um he's a mainstay on that Vikings defense. Um, with, with their, their uh, defensive line trouble um, this past season. Um, and again, I mean, they're only going to have Hunter going into the year. Um, and so it's, it's going to be, I think his tackle numbers are going to stay relatively the same, and hopefully he can stay healthy and continue to make plays and tackles.
0: Love that call. Uh, here's a fun fact. I'm looking at my little database here. Through week 11, Kendricks was averaging 20.1 points per game. Fifth highest mark amongst linebackers in 2020 behind only Devin White, Roquan Smith, Darius Leonard, and T.J. Watt. So you, my friend, you're on you're to something there. That's a, that's a great pick. Thank you. Uh, he's just a little outside of my top 15, He's uh, but he's in my top 20, so I just miss him. So I just wanted to highlight that there. Uh, I love that pick. Coming in 11 for me is All-Pro Joe. You kind of covered it earlier. It's just, you know, he's fourth most combined tackles this season, 141, 19 impact plays. It's his third season uh, as a top 10 linebacker in the past four seasons. He was linebacker three in 2019 and linebacker seven in 2017. And this year he was what, like like a linebacker six linebacker. Oh, He was linebacker seven again this year. So. He's been great the last few years, he appeared in all 16 games, multiple interceptions, like you said, um, and he got the contract. So I love I love Joe Schober, all pro Joe. I think he's one of the most probably one of the most underrated defensive players in the NFL and mm-hmm. um, definitely one of the most underrated linebackers in the NFL, in my opinion. So that's my, yeah,
1: it's my really opinion. cool to see, you know, Blake and Joe both got paid and they still uh uh, they got paid and they played hard. Um, sometimes you see guys get that money and they kind of take a year off, you know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we, you kind of covered Robert Quinn on one of your past episodes. You know, Robert Quinn you know, had yeah, what a letdown. I mean, being as a Bears fan, I was so upset to see him. You're just, telling me not do anything. He was Nothing. just, uh, if anything, he made Cleo Max's job just a little bit easier. But ah, man, that was he was a letdown. Um, yeah. <laughs> Who you got at eleven? Um, or did you already give your 11? Yeah, I gave my 11. We're at 12. Okay. Who you got at 12? Sorry, 12. I'll, oh, you're good. Um, at 12, I'll give you uh, my first defensive end on the list. Um, and it's Chase Young. Um, Ooh, look at you, man. I got a hard on for Chase Young. Big fan. Um, I love watching this guy play. Um, you know, he, he did miss a, a couple games or just one game. I think this year, um, but, um, I think you're going to, he only played 770 snaps, but I think you're going to see that snap count go up. Um, he had to get him get him accustomed to the NFL. Um, and you know, and accustomed he did get, uh, he, he may not, he didn't get the large sack numbers. A lot of us were expecting, but he had seven and a half. I think you're going to see that go up. It's, he's, he's, he's going to be a star. Um, he guys, he's, is. yeah, he's just so fun to watch. Uh, he had 32 solo, 12 assists, 10 tackles for loss, 12 quarterback hits, four forced fumbles, three fumble recoveries, and that one beautiful recovery he had where he ran back for the touchdown. Um, you know, that's a, one of those highlights you can watch if you watch defensive highlights on YouTube, If you sometimes on Instagram, wherever you find them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Chase Young is my number 12, and I won't be surprised going into the next season if he's even higher on my list.
0: Love it, love it. Um, I actually uh, I have Chase Young my next guy too, so that right. actually works perfectly. Um Elite pass rusher, like you said, looks to cause turnovers. Um, was a big play guy, seven hundred and seventy-seven snaps uh, or seven hundred and seventy snaps this year. Interesting. This is a little funny, fun thing. Again, I'm looking at my database here, but Chase Young seven hundred and seventy snaps as a rookie. Joey Boat or Nick Bosa seven hundred and seventy seven snaps as a rookie both scored 216 points uh as a rookie and chase young scored 197 so they are very similar uh sort of rookie seasons for these two guys at yeah. ohio state just a couple sacks difference probably <laughs> just a couple of, yeah i mean literally just a couple of sacks different so we have some really nice young pass rushers in the nfl right now and honestly by the time the season starts i'll probably be joining you in crowning chase young as my number one defensive line player and like your traditional dl's because i just see more upside with him than i do with miles garrett and joey bosa and daniel hunter at this point yeah like i've seen what these guys can do and yeah maybe there's a little more upside out there but chase young basically just put up one of their sort of generic seasons as a rookie hurt so and not even one of their generic seasons i mean he had four pass deflections that's like as many past deflections as uh, Daniel Hunter and Joey Bosa have combined. Yeah. Like they're, they're like nine seasons cut together. So, I mean, he just does more on the field already uh, and he elevates people around him coming it's in. he talent number... around him too. There's well, so massive much talent thing. around him. He's a, he's a floor elevator for everyone on the defense. And that is most noticeable in Montez sweat, his second year jump. Uh, he's coming in at my number 12. I had them back to back. Montez sweat had 22 impact plays this year. Chase Young had 22 this year as well monta sweat had 12 last year so chase young enters the picture he almost doubles his impact plays plays basically the same number of snaps so he's a floor raiser for the other guys on that team you saw you know collins was doing well then you saw um curl you know doing well so Chase Young is a floor raiser, and because they're together on that team, and Chase Young uh, actually did. Montez Sweat actually outscored Chase Young this year, too, even though he played a little bit less snap-wise. More sacks. He had like the same number of impact plays. Could get one or two more tackles. Actually, guys, go check out the IDP Army Instagram if you haven't checked that out in a while, at the IDP Army. We actually just posted a uh, post today comparing Chase Young and Montez Sweat on there. Check that out also on our Twitter if you guys are uh, over there on the Twitterverse. But I have those two back-to-back at 11 and 12. Um, who do you got at 12? Um,
1: are we at 13? Sorry. Are we? Maybe we're yeah. at 13. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I just wanted to say really quick, that chemistry that uh, Sweat and Young have, um, is, it's fun to watch. You, you can tell they enjoy uh, playing together. Um, so and that's, that's great when you have two young pass rushers that are probably going to grow together. Um, let them build that chemistry and let them keep wrecking havoc on the quarterbacks. Um, but my, uh, sorry, excuse me. My next one, uh, is Buddha Baker, um, comes in at 13 for me, uh, 90, 90 solo, 28 assist, uh, seven tackles for loss. You know, you had him a little bit earlier in your list and, and that's, that's, he's, he's like, you were saying, he's probably the best defensive uh, back to have on your team. Um, it could be a little, little, um, interchangeable between him and Jamal Adams I would like uh, I, I would rather have Jamal Adams Just because I, I think he gives you A little bit more sack upside But just like you were saying Buda Baker is that new Honey Badger type of player um, Makes big hits um, he's, he's just And on top of that he's fun to watch um, And that, and that's one thing that always get For me when I'm looking for guys That I want on my my fantasy team Is somebody I can enjoy watching at the same time
0: yeah all right that's a majorly underrated aspect of fantasy football is just having guys on your team you actually like enjoy are mm. fans of you can root for um yeah um dang i wish i would have been paying a little more attention i have all these graphics over here i've just been over here chatting with you <laughs> slacking over here on the production quality sorry everyone out there i'll, I'll do better next time my number uh, 14 guy, Zach Cunningham, you brought him up earlier, but he's led the league in tackles this year. He was second in solo tackles last year, led the league in solo tackles this year. Crazy high, so our uh, you know, tackle floor, not much of an impact player, but because he has such a healthy floor and a high floor, and because he's so young and he's been paid, we kind of know that his situation is looking all right. I've got him as my number 14 guy. Uh, you kind of already brought him up as well earlier. He's super – he was super efficient this year. Um, that doesn't scare me or bother me. I like efficient guys, so bring it on. And then I guess we will – we're on 14, right? You got to help me out here. I'm... Oh, yeah, yeah, 14, yep. All right, who you
1: got at 14? Um, 14 uh, – my last three are all defensive backs. Um, so 14, i I'll uh, a guy I just uh, stole from you in league, uh, Jordan Poirier. Yeah, um, still you paid for him. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I uh, I think you know Jordan Pryor. He is getting. I think he's 29, if I'm not mistaken.
0: He might be turning
1: 30 this year. Um, like that. You know, he's just uh, at that defensive back position. He's a model of consistency, um, and that's one thing I always look for when I'm drafting. When I'm putting a guy on my team, I want somebody. You know, as we discussed, I want somebody I can put on my team put him in the lineup and not have to worry about it. Jordan Porter is one of those guys and that both the Buffalo bills defense is on the up and up. Um, you know, they, I think they have a lot of some, some cap space to work with too. I, I might be mistaken, uh, but he is just, um, I mean, he had 91 solo 33 assists, four tackles for loss, four quarterback hits, two sacks, two interceptions, two forced fumbles and five pass defense on 953 snaps. Um, you know, he played a, a full healthy, uh, a fully healthy 16 game season. And, um, he's just, uh, w- a safety defensive back wherever you can put him on your team. Um, he's just a guy that, um, is easy to fall in love with when it comes to IDP fantasy football.
0: Nice. i here's the trade Zach and I did y'all. Zach gave me Alex Singleton, Hassan Reddick, a 20, 21 fifth. And a 2022nd 20, 20 first. And I gave him a 2022nd 20, 20 or a 2021st 20, 20 second round pick, Jordan Poyer. And I gave him Chris Jones, defensive tackle for the Chiefs. So that was one of the, uh, I usually do my trades are pretty rarely like defense for defense. I usually end up with a kind of a mixed bag, but we did, we just went straight defense in this one. I think I had a version sent to you where I had one or two wide receivers in it, but. That's what we landed on, so that was a good trade I thought for us both. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give my last guy quickly here at number fifteen is Joey Bosa, rounding it out for me. Um, he, I'm not the biggest fan of having Joey Bosa on my team. He's a little boom bust for me. He does have a a pretty high tackle floor though. Uh, he does get uh, the tackles for loss, but he's just not he's just not the the he doesn't have a diverse skill set, and that's what I like in my players in, in IDP. I like guys that do a lot of different things. Joey Bosa doesn't do – he gets tackles, he gets sacks, and he gets tackles for loss, and he gets quarterback hits. Besides that, you really can't count on him for much throughout the season. Um, and, you know, and you, we all know if he doesn't get a sack, you know, I mean, it, it, whenever you're not doing anything else – you're, you know, you're really kind of capping yourself on a weekend week out basis. He does have the boom potential because he is an elite defensive end. One of the best pass rushers in the league and his floor is okay. Like I said, because he does have a high sack or tackle floor, generally speaking. So he comes in at number 15 for me. Who you got at your, uh, I guess you're on um, wrong or was that, you already gave your 15th one, right? No, I have not. Okay. Who's 15 uh, for you. This is 15, right? Next time I got to write this out.
1: Keen that's right. Um, Number 15, uh, is, uh, a guy going into his sophomore season. Um, I think he's a guy, he's another defensive back safety linebacker, you know, who's, I think he's just one of those guys that we're going to see continue to just, uh, make a big rise on the season. Uh, this coming season, he's just going to go up the boards so Jeremy chin. Um, Ooh, tell uh, I could, I could have, you know, for this one, for me, I, I try to keep, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of everything. Um. But this guy for me, uh, it could have been interchanged with Antoine Winfield. Antoine Winfield is another stud that I think is on the rise in this league as well. But I had to go with Jeremy Chin. He was a contender for defense, uh, de- rookie defensive of the year, um, defensive rookie of the year. But yeah, I mean, he had 68 solo, 49 assists, two tackles for loss, five quarterback hits. He had a sack, an interception, two forced fumbles, which he recovered and took those both in for defensive touchdowns. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's just crazy. Uh, he's one of those super athletic, one of those guys that's exciting to watch. Um, I think the Panthers were super smart by going all defense this past season, um, in their draft, because I think the guys they got are going to be, um, uh, good to have for their defense. Uh, you know, a lot of people were kind of let down by Shaq Thompson this past year. Um, but I, kind of wrote about how, um, and I did a linebacker overview for my break, breakout candidates this past week that came out. Um, but you know, with Luke Keekley retiring, I think a lot of us were expecting um, Shaq Thompson to kind of take over that huge impact player role, and we didn't quite see that. Um, I don't think he was necessarily bad, he just he's not Luke Keekley. Um, but you know, now you got Jeremy Chin there, and he can play linebacker, he can play safety. And Jeremy Chin is just a guy that is uh, going to be a star in the NFL. If you have a chance to get him on your team, do it. Oh,
0: wave your hands at me next time. (laughs) So I was on mute. Uh, But what I was saying was, I mean, he finished as the number six overall defensive back as a rookie. Um, That's nothing to shake a stick at. You know, I had a guys like Justin Simmons, Marlon Humphrey, Kenny Moore, Jabril Peppers, Von Bell. Um, so it was a great season for for him. That I, I love you picking him and putting him up there. And we're not just saying he's gonna be better, but for to go out there and put up the kind of floor that he's got. Um, I like you know I like the fact there could be upside there, and a lot of his impact plays, like you said, did come in that one game. He had you know the two formable recoveries and two touchdowns in one game, back to back plays. So if he can spread that kind of playmaking ability out over a couple more games and keep his his tenacity on the field up there um, you know he was comp to Isaiah Simmons coming out of the draft physically mm-hmm. um, so there's a lot of upside there I love that pick so oh yeah God, that's on that, like, on
1: next, on next time I'll be like yo
0: <laughs> yeah no I was on mute for a second sorry y'all um, these things happen so I'm gonna quickly read back my top 15 you can read back your top 15 and then we will get the IDP army out of here top 15 IDP assets going into 2021 for me were TJ Watt Devin White Roquan Smith, Darius Leonard, Miles Garrett, Jamal Adams, Blake Martinez, Jalen Smith, Nick Bosa, Buddha Baker, Joe Schobert, Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Zach Cunningham, and Big Bosa, Joey Bosa at 15.
1: Uh, my top 15, uh, I give you number one, Devin White, then Darius Leonard, Roquan Smith, Jalen Smith, Blake Martinez, Joe Schobert. Bobby Wagner, TJ Watt, Zach Cunningham, Jamal Adams, Eric Kendricks, Chase Young, Buddha Baker, Jordan Poyer, and then rounding it out, Jeremy Chin.
0: Bada boom, bada bing. All right, IDP Army, you heard it here first. We love you. Go check out the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the IDP Army. Join up, support the channel, help Steve and I uh, get the website up and running a little bit more. Uh, Get early access or, you know, access to the uh, the secret project, the database project when that comes out in the near future. Uh, Get involved in an IDP Army League, which will be all run through the IDP Army. There will be a prize for the grand uh, finale winner of each one of those leagues. We're going to do it tournament style. So go sign up for that. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe to this video. Like I said, we appreciate that. And for you all, I would like to know, like, who are your top 15? Leave a comment below. Who did we miss? You know, who is too high in my list? Who's too high in Zach's? Who do you guys think we left out? You know, I know Patrick Queen wasn't brought up. You know, maybe some people have, you know, a little issue with that. Um, you, know, you know, just Kevin let Bush. us know. Yeah, Devin Bush, let us know what you all are thinking, um, you know, so we can hear it from the IDP Army themselves, the horse's mouth. Uh, quickly before we go, we have one more question in the chat from RP. We want to give him a little help here. He says, any free agents that will boost on new teams or backups stepping up
1: if free agents leave? Man, this offseason is going to be crazy. Uh, the salary cap is going to go down, so I think you're going to see some veterans get cut. Um, this, is, this is going to be a super interesting offseason um man this is actually kind of a tough question for me because it's, it's, without knowing where some of these guys are going to land um it's hard to give you a really good answer uh maybe jordan might be able to do a little bit better for you there but um you know i don't know
0: i mean it's we're gonna have to see i mean it's gonna depend on where these guys land and who they are and you know Always injuries are gonna be the number one thing that kinda of helps propel people in the starting roles, you know, and that's gonna help people get signed too in free agency if somebody gets hurt or somebody moves on. So we just kinda to have to see how it goes. You know, I don't I don't really have any I don't have any big big guys that I'm kind of watching right now. I mean, I'm interested in where KJ Wright ends up. Like he might be my, he might be the most interesting free agent in my eyes.
1: I got Shaq Um, Barrett and Jason Pierre Paul. I think are both going to be free agents this year too. So it'd be kind of interesting to see what happens with them. I think Tampa Bay is going to do whatever they can to keep that core together though.
0: Yeah. They're already trying to
1: manipulate players. You know, into working for free basically so yeah yeah oh mike <laughs> evans is taking a little bit of a, a discount on his uh pay, his uh paycheck so
0: mike evans is too good for this world that man is he's too good for this world mike big mike if you're listening come on let's talk harry potter sometime my guy oh so down for that let me in on that <laughs> do it mike book it mike hp talk all right well zach anything you want to tell anybody before we get out of here
1: uh, no, I mean, I just got to do a, a quick little plug for you. If you guys, uh, want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at ZMagsIDP. IDP. Um, I'm pretty active on Twitter. Um, my DMS are always open. If you got, I got like, I got people who ask questions for roster advice, uh, trades, um, just, you know, just, if you got a question about what you want to even league, uh, even lineups when season starts back up, just come get in my DMS. Um, I don't mind it one bit, um, I I enjoy helping Um, and I do writing and rankings for uh, IDP guys. So if you're uh, want to find any of my writing, you can go to IDP org and um, just look up my name and you'll find all my articles.
0: Bada boom, bada bing. All right. Well, Zach, it was awesome of you to take time out of your night. Come on and talk with us. Appreciate that IDP army to you all out there. My warriors, my friends, I will see you in the near future. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel. I want to give a quick shout out to all the guys that are helping out behind the scenes. We got Steve, we got Caleb, we got John, Bob, Phil, Alex, Billy, Jeremy, AKA bomber. And then we got Rui. Appreciate you guys and all the work you're doing. I am excited for what the offseason is going to bring all of us and what's gonna do for IDP fantasy football. If anybody's out there is not in an IDP league, fix that immediately because IDP fantasy football is not just the future of fantasy football, it is fantasy football at its very best, and you should be playing it. So, until next time, that's all for me, IDP Army. Peace. Peace. Let the rain hit the sand, build the house on the rock, got a plan, gotta get stocks, keep them banned. Hear the clock tick blades on the fan Used oh. to be mundane on a Monday Now you have fun day on a Sunday oh. Cause you're switching it up And you're living it up